Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. Let's just cut to the chase, okay? <laughs> Wasn't Thursday night fun? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 27 to 3 at the half. That was uh, what a bummer for the uh for the Green Bay Packers. Bummer <laughs> oh, what? Bummer. Bummer. Get out. <laughs> oh man. We came to play, you know. Um this team is 150% different from past Lions teams, I'm telling you. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, and we have them right here on WKZO. Oh, there you go. There you go. Carolina next Sunday. Uh, Tomorrow's mean, going to be weird for me because oh, they're, no. they're with no Lions football. <laughs> no. But I will still, I, I go down to Niskers and, and watch uh, the games and all of that and have fun. Um, I will be checking out the Bears game because I have Justin Fields <clears throat> as my starting quarterback on my fantasy team. Uh-huh. Why do I have? Because there's nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking that maybe Justin can break it out this week, you know, there against you Denver. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. I mean, if Tua can put 70 up on Denver. Justin's got to do something. 100, 100 points I heard in that game. So nice. So you yeah. need to take your radio out out in the yard while you're gardening. Then yeah, tomorrow. there you go. So, there uh, you go. Um, so Lions fans and gardening fans, yeah. good morning then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us and uh, um, or this morning in general on uh, Over the Garden Fence and Nature Watch. And um, if you have questions this morning, maybe a comment. Um, I'll make some comments this morning, but 382-4280, or if you are a little radio shy. You can text it to 80373. My first comment was, uh, <clears throat> wow, was it foggy? And I started driving, and I'm like, slow down, slow down. She's really thick, and those garbage cans alongside the road were coming up really fast because you couldn't you couldn't see them this morning. <laughs> I, I didn't have a long drive in, and, and, and the nice thing I can say is, I drove in. Yes, my car is back in service finally, <laughs> but the windshield wipers were going constantly just yep. to just to you know knock down that moisture off the windshield. So everybody, it's that thick. It really is that thick. Be careful this morning. So as you're driving around. So, uh, um, so again, good morning and thank you for joining us. What a blessing the recent weather has been. Our uh, after our heat of the summer. Gardeners welcome this needed moisture and the cooler days. Last night we were at the football game, and what a nice evening to sit in some bleachers. Oh, which game did you go to? We did the uh, Schoolcraft Michigan uh, Muskegon Catholic and the yep, Central and, and, and Schoolcraft, the big winner. Yeah, they dominated last night. So go Schoolcraft, go Eagles. So and everybody else, uh, all the other teams in the local area that was uh, playing and winning too. So. Um, it was really nice to have nice, cool evening. And this weekend, the next uh, uh, week or so, yes, we'll have some warm. We'll have some cool down. But um, the combination of right now makes perfect time for garden, lawn, and landscape projects. So take time this week to set out maybe the much-needed uh, shade tree and to remove old, overgrown foundation plants and replace them maybe with some new exciting plant varieties in the newly designed setting. This could be the time to remove ugly overgrown shrubs and hedges and replace them with newer varieties of shrubs that bloom better, have more color in the autumn, more compact growers, and are easier to restrain. Mm. Waddell's did just recently a fence 
renovation. We had some ice damage this winter on a lot of our trees. You can't get to everything. Inside our nursery, we had many trees that were split and damaged, unfortunately, way up at the top. Big, large birch had to be pruned, so a lot of times we didn't get to our wood setting. So we just had Martin's tree and stump come out from a our climax area and did what we call fence renovation, cleaning out bittersweet, box elder, poison ivy, mulberry, etc., and clean it up in um, walnut trees just to lift the overgrown up and clean it out. What a nice breath um, just to see back into the woods. Maybe it is time for you to do the same. Remember, the season is now in favor of plants. Woody plants now set out will perform much better than those planted in the springtime. So maybe come to Waddell's. Can you walk and talk sometimes when it's winter? It's really hard. You could describe a plant all day long, but with no foliage on it, it's really hard. Now is the time to maybe take a cruise, take some pictures, and come into Waddell's and maybe describe the color that you need in your tree. Lately, we've been talking on Over the Garden Fence about upgrading lawns in the autumn. There is still plenty of time to plant grass seed, to kill weeds, to apply fall fertilizer to encourage lawns to thicken up. With the weather changes at this time of the year, shorter days, cooler nights, turf plants tend to grow less rapid than in the spring. More lateral growth will result in improvement in turf density after the rigors of summer. So fertilizer in the fall deserves top priority. More of the carbohydrates manufactured by photosynthesis at this time of the year will be stored, building up energy for spring greenup. If a summer stress lawn has not been overseeded, now is definitely the time to do it. Newly planted seed will be a continually um, kept moist, will germinate well. Right now in the cooler days, dewy mornings, it'll germinate really fast. Means light sprinkling, maybe three times a day, just to make sure you're not soaking it 45 minutes to an hour once a day, but many times during the day. Yes, you work, so do it in the morning and do it in the night, and then <clears throat> make sure you're not doing it in the late night, that way it can dry out. Moisture-starved lawns won't flourish and thicken up as needed. Right now, um, I had uh, uh, somebody buying a... I, I, I like to be... Uh, um, help her over there at Waddell's gym. Uh -huh. But I really like to be carry out too. I like to be in sales. So I'm carrying out a client's uh, uh, stuff to their car the other day. And said, oh man, do I have problems in my yard. And so she was describing the little mounds in her yard of dirt. And that's probably from the moles that are coming in to eat out the Japanese beetles or some of those grubs, June Schaefer, Schaefer beetle grub, You, regardless. So a lot of times applying Dilox granular now will uh, encourage that uh, suppression of some of those grubs. And therefore, the moles might go to your neighbors or to the woods line. Mm. Remember, soon start lowering your mower setting one notch each time as you mow. This will be uh, reduce it down to two inches, finally, maybe in the last part of uh, October, middle of November, which is the ideal for overwinter turf. Remember to sharpen the lawnmower blades after your third mowing. Sharpened mower blades will help frayed grass blades, which turn brown. Help your lawn look the best by mowing 
you with sharp blades. Sometimes the easiest thing, Jim, you come in, somebody will have a sample in their hand and like, what is happening to my yard? It's just a dull blade. Right. It's like doing a haircut and then you had all those frayed ends later on. Are some of your outdoor pots and planters looking a bit tired? <laughs> I will say ours are. After the summer heat, some of the annuals just ran out of steam in September and should be replaced. Chrysanthemums, pansies, flowering cabbage, asters. I just purchased some um, burgundy mustard, ornamental mustard, which is incredible, and then uh, dark burgundy, and then dark pansies with orange pansies that we're going to be putting in those su summer pots that need to be pulled. Yes, they still look good, but you, you start looking at them, the, the uh, petunias really look tired, and so do the geraniums. These autumn beauties will brighten up any colorless spot in the garden and bring back life to the deck, porch, or patio. This week at MSU's Landscape Alert reminds us now is the time to apply systemic insect shrub and insect control. This product, if applied now, will give insect protection for trees and shrubs in the 2024 season. Systemic tree and shrub insect control is applied as a, as a drench at the base of the tree trunks and shrubs. Apply now for control of next year's aphid, boar, scale, leafhopper, emerald ash borer, gypsy moth. <coughs> Applying now will give the tree a chance. Think of the size of the tree, everybody. 20 to 30 to 60 foot tree. It takes time to absorb and get to the con the control to the tips of the tree. Aphids on spirea, hmm, easy to control. Woolly aphid on beech trees, yes, easy to control with that too. I have camper down elm at our house and the Japanese beetles love it. So a little systemic insect control will go a long ways. A very interesting note for all landscape enthusiasts right now, after several years of being absent, Sucker Stopper is back. Many plants produce suckers or water sprouts every spring. And these are the sprouts that come up from the base of the tree. A lot of times crab apples will do this because they are grafted or sometimes double grafted. The sprouts come up, the shoots come out, and then you seem to prune them back, and all they do is seem to regrow all summer long. As you cut them, the roots get growing bigger and bigger, and soon there's no way you can pull them out. Sucker Stopper will kill out that little sprout that comes up and not kill the tree. So it's something very nicely that you can use. Are the perennials in your garden that have overlotted or overgrown their space? Yes, it's time to dig them up. Divide the clumps. Give them to friends. <clears throat> oh, Mom used to say, um, hey, we're moving all the hostas today. You want to come over and grab some? So it was nice that you could, uh, uh, maybe it's time to share with friends or with family members. When planting perennials, be sure to work in the root zone, composted commonure, sphagnum peat moss, plant tone, and some bone meal. Yes, it's getting soon, and we love our vegetable gardens, but it's time to remove most of the vegetables from the garden. After the last potatoes have been dug, tomatoes have been picked, and pumpkins and squash are to take, um, taken to cover, I recommend going over the garden with a rotary mower and shredding the vines, removing 
anything that was diseased and get it out of the garden before it's chopped in. Rototill any compost that is ready along with compost and manure and lime if needed. After rototilling, overseed the vegetable garden with annual field rye. The field rye will protect the soil all winter and worked into the soil next spring will increase organic content of the soil. So, Jim, you do any uh, any growing on the patio? Do I? Uh, no. No? No. 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 You're, I know you're a tomato that guy, though. No. No? No. Squash? No. Uh, Jim, well, <laughs> I'm going to be... <laughs> I, you know, I, I, this is why I, I, I said I want to work with Andy this That's summer right. because I want to learn. So, and then maybe I can take that into next year. That's I right. will be spending all winter long online learning as well, and I'll probably harass you at the store as well. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I, I want to turn myself into, you know, some sort of a gardener. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, some of the tips are coming up. Well, we're going to talk about, but... We also have some uh, some facts and figures on the fall harvest that's in, and oh. uh, they're on our Michigan apple uh, crop that we have going on right now in Michigan. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a break, and I do have a uh, question at 80373 to uh, pass along to Andy. We'll do that next right here, Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. The lawn experts at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center want you to know that now is the best time of year to repair your lawn or start a new one. Waddell's is known for its exclusive grass seed blends formulated just for the Kalamazoo area. Right now, get Waddell's four most popular grass seed blends on sale. Supreme Blend, which has been the area's favorite sunny blend for more than 50 years, is now just $8.99 per pound. Jaguar Seed is on sale for only $6.49 per pound. And Waddell's Deluxe Shady, which can do well in a very shaded area, and City Blend for high traffic areas are also on sale with special autumn pricing. More lawn improvement needs on sale this week include gypsum, lime, and easy straw, the straw mulch that helps grass seed germinate that you don't need to remove. And if you're not sure what your lawn needs, Waddell's Lawn Pros are always glad to help. On Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 5, closed Sundays. Local news is like the most important stuff to me. You know what's going on in your local community. Kalamazoo's official online local news source is WKZO.com. It was like foggy 54 in Kalamazoo. Fog advisory, dense fog advisory, I should say, until uh, 10 this morning. So another 40 minutes or so. Tiger baseball, two games left in Miguel Cabrera's career and the Tiger season. Um... Tigers Guardians from Comerica Park, 1250 pregame right here on WKZO. Miggy is staying on board now um, with the Tigers. Nice. Uh, he will be an advisor of sorts, you know, because he's a bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to bring that bundle of joy, I guess that's the best way to say it, um, to the team in uh, upcoming years. I want him to stay on as a hitting coach because he, let's, even though he's been struggling, he can hit. But yeah, with that oh, yeah. yeah, with that attitude, yeah, keep, keep them on. <laughs> good, so, good, 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 good. Well, we were watching a little bit last night, uh, and what? Uh, unfortunately, they lost to Chicago. I think it was seven to five. But yeah, <clears throat> what a good. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it was Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, we're we're done with the White Sox. Oh, for the year. So sorry, everybody. It's, but, <laughs> it's all it's all it's all Guardians or Indians all uh, the rest of the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, 
I do have that text question. Please, by the way. What, what's the question? Um, they uh, first of all, they wish us both good morning. Uh, for fall fertilizer, is weed and feed okay this time of year? Okay, good question. So let's say you have weed and feed in your garage. Go mm-hmm. ahead and use it. It is probably better to use it rather than having it overwinter and go solid and draw moisture. Okay. If I was to go out and buy something right now, I might be uh, more inclined to buy a fall fertilizer and then do a liquid weed 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 control. Okay, okay. your your uh, uh, nitrogen is a little lower. You're going to try to encourage more root development and uh, instead of uh, um, blade development. And so sometimes if you can get uh, more rhizome growth with your fertilizer in potash and phosphorus and maybe not so much nitrogen, which the weed and feed would have. So, but if you have it, use it up. It's uh, the idea of fall fertilizing, build energy. You won't get maybe quite as much snow mold. Um, Sometimes, Jim, you see that north or that northwest side of the barn, the garage, where the snow pile was till the third week in May. Right. The lawn turns like a white cast on it, and that is usually snow mold. And if you can get vigor into the lawn, that's where fall feeding comes into play. Oh, okay. 382-4280, or you can text your question as, as was just done to 80373. Uh, this summer we had, actually, I thought it was a great summer weather-wise. One of the better ones. Um, outside of that dry spell we had in June, and we talked about that here, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 the weather was just fabulous. And fabulous. I, and I knew, I just knew that we would have a very good crop. <laughs> and I understand we do. I've seen the corn. It's just amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's apple season now, isn't it? Is. It is. It is. And uh, I will say that stats, we just got our, um, our uh, fruit crop report in, and uh, 2023 apple crop in Michigan is, they're saying, oh, it's forecast, up about 17% to 32 million bushels is nice. what, what uh, Michigan is expecting. So we are second in the U.S. Go Michigan. So um, isn't it nice to go out to that uh, apple orchard, maybe doing some picking, grabbing some cider at the same time. Um, next week, we have an event at Waddell's that uh, is our pumpkin, pumpkin and apple event where you could uh, come. Um, we have an apple press that you'll be able to press and get your own cider. Oh, um, paint a pumpkin, um, enjoy the fall weather and uh, um, have the kids come out and do a pumpkin jump house and things like that. That's a lot of fun. So uh, that is next Friday and Saturday, which is kind of fun. Mark your calendars, friends. <laughs> I will say that looking at those stats and, and uh, I'm proud of Michigan. Uh, just to let you know, the next runner up was New York with 28 million. But the number one is you got it washington and washington was at a one whopping 159 million bushels it's what they're wow. forecasted this year i knew washington was known for its apples yeah. but 159 I mean, million <laughs> bushels that's five times Ooh. the amount of, of and we got a lot of apples in the state but i think the protection and the zone is where you get that uh um, you go over to Lake Michigan, you're going to see more um, orchard or right. pr- protection, yeah. and that's where uh, a lot of that fruit is coming. So, um, you know, Honeycrisp, 
Gala, Empire, Zestar, you name it. A lot of them are coming on. Uh, Mitsu's, um, everybody has their has their favorite. So there will be no shortage of cider. <laughs> That's right. Now, I, I we have an addition to the oh. uh, to the uh, text question Please. from earlier. Now, can he apply both uh, weed and feed and a fall fertilizer? Oh yeah. So okay. I do the weed and feed now, and then go ahead and do the fall fertilizer end of October first November. So then you'll still be able to build up and uh, get rid of those weeds. Because um, what, what's happening is all the fall or the summer weeds that have suppressed are all starting to come back. And you see little dandelions here and there starting to flower. It's like, hey, what's going on? You weren't here this summer. Well, yes, I was. I just decided to take a break. And now it's cool. And I come back in a vengeance. So, yeah. And now it's going to warm up. We're going to have a, almost a... Uh like a four or five day stretch of temperatures yeah. 80 or higher. Yeah. Um, what, what is that going to do? Well, to- you know what? Um, some areas I will say I've, I've actually seen plants wilting. Um, it is some areas got plenty of moisture. Some areas got mist. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our employees that will come in and say, Hey, what'd you get? And somebody will say, well, I got three tenths. The other person says, I didn't get a drop. The other person says, wow, we got three inches. So it really has been varying around, yeah. around that flood. That was uh, a couple Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. We were at Jack's pizza. There was probably 14 to 18 inches of water going down the drain. Um, there was cars in the middle of it stalled because they were hydroplaning. So then we get to our house. There wasn't a drop in the in the driveway. So that, that sounds like lake effect snow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you uh, with this weather, maybe it's the time to do some transplanting, work yeah. out in the garden. Maybe if you're doing some uh, some work, prep by doing some watering beforehand if you think your area is dry. So. Uh, um, knowing that it is time to work outside, experienced plant p- specialists know that October is really the best time to also do some feeding. Deciduous shade trees and evergreens, a feeding of tree, tree tone with trace minerals will not only encourage growth for next year, but will also help your plant stay healthy. Go around the drip line of the tree where the rain would fall or the rain would fall off a shrub, whether it be a lilac or a maple. Drill holes 6 to 12 inches down with an earth auger with a homeowner's drill. And then pour a quarter to a half cup every two feet all the way around the drip line with tree tone in the hole. Pack it back down and move on. You could feed a large tree in 20 minutes to a half an hour very easy. Remember, trees are much easier to keep healthy than to replace. Oh, yes, they are. Because <laughs> I will say, I have friends that remove trees. Um, there's a lot of cost to removing a big tree. Yeah. And then the cost of removing the big stump. Mm-hmm. And then the cost of putting another tree back in. So a little food goes a long ways. Or or redoing the yard to where, you know, putting down grass seed, whatever. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you regardless. I got a, I got a really quick text in. And I did mention uh, some uh, um, some football teams, but uh, okay, we, we we do need to take a break though. Climax Scott's Panthers also was uh, uh, a great win last night. That's oh, my, okay. that's my home school. So go Panthers! There, hey, there you go. Over the <laughs> garden fence continues right here. Three eight two four two eight zero questions for Andy on WKZO. 
Spring flowering bulbs have arrived from the Netherlands at Waddell's, where you'll find the best selection and the best quality bulbs in Southwest Michigan. Plus, Waddell's bulbs are in bulk, so you can pick out exactly the amount you need. Now's the best time to plant bulbs for gorgeous color next spring. A beauty that's almost a must to welcome spring are bright yellow daffodils. This week, get extra large King Alfred daffodil bulbs on sale, 10 for just $3.50. You'll love the delicate, beautiful flowers of grape hyacinths that bloom very early in the spring. Grape hyacinths are now just $6 for 25 bulbs. This is also the time to plant German bearded iris for beautiful orchid-like blooms. Choose from 12 colors on sale for $5.99. You save $2 each. And don't forget to pick up some food for your bulbs. All organic Espoma bulb tone will give them all the nutrients they need. From Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Listen to what those local folks are telling you. You know what's going on in the more local level. Kalamazoo's official online local news source is WKZO.com. Andy, after uh, about a month, literally, the Broncos are back home. They get to play a home game today. There you go. There you go. What time's that? Uh, Broncos in Ball State at Waldo Stadium. 3.30 kick. We'll have the game at 2.30 over on our flagship station, 106.5 Jack FM. There you go. The home of Western Michigan University Sports. And uh, something I do want to mention, too, because hockey season's right around the corner. I'll be quick with this, and then we'll get back to uh, <laughs> to uh, all this fun stuff. Um, coming up tomorrow... There is an open house if you want to check out the Bronco hockey team. Four o'clock at Lawson. Um, you can skate with the Broncos. Wow. Yeah, and, and they'll have a, a little inter-squad scrimmage as well, so you'll be able to watch the Broncos <laughs> and and uh, find your new favorite player. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, um, maybe, maybe Bob has a favorite player. I don't know. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm doing great. Sounds like you guys are too. So beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Can I help out this morning? I hope so. I've got uh, some pear and apple trees out here at Pine Lake Mm -hmm. and uh, have quite a few suckers that have grown up uh, out of the trees where I've cut them, trimmed them before. Yep. I wonder what's the best time of year to uh, cut those out and what percentage should you take out of uh, those suckers that are growing? All right, Bob. Those limbs. And just making sure. The sucker sprouts we're talking about is up in the tree, not down at the ground by the trunk, correct? That, that's correct. Yep. So <clears throat> if we trim now, I really like to wait, Bob, till late winter on fruits. Let Mother Nature go through its winter. Let that, because you're going to take it off anyways, and it's already set its, set its flower. So you're mm-hmm. not going to hurt the plant any by leaving it on. So if I was to take the sucker sprout off, Going back into the tree, Bob, I'd take 100%. Now, once that water sprout turns more and more into a trunk, then some of the spurs start growing, you know, the side branches. And Mm -hmm. really, that's what a lot of those apples bear off of is spur growth. And so that's where um, sometimes that water sprout will end up shooting straight up. And if you don't watch it, It'll take away the energy, but a lot of times it's off the graft, so it's still part of the tree. It's just shot up too quick. Cutting that back, sometimes if if it <clears throat> if it's beneficial, take 15 to 20% off and then work it into the tree. If you feel it is just shot out and it is taking all the energy away, Bob, I'd take it right back to the right back to the graft, you know, within a quarter inch. Okay. 
Well, these are mostly on the upper branches, so yeah. um, it seems when I cut them off, I get uh, two in return for every one I take off. That is for sure. So when you're pruning, try to cut at a joint or a Y or where branches cross. Sometimes you just can't do it. My <clears throat> apples got to a point where I'm doing all pole pruner. Even with a ladder, it is hard to get up there and individually trim those. So I do know what you're talking about, but you yeah. cut one and you'll get three in return for sure. Well, down the road then, maybe that's the branch you remove the next year. Okay. 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 So the pear, why we don't like to also don't do pruning during the growing season. Um, this year was a very wet uh dewy summer um fire blight was at a rampant bob on uh pruning apple pear and peach uh plum all at the wrong time so you're coming up to the good season uh third week in february to the last of march is when usually you see a lot of those fruit growers pruning their fruit trees okay okay well i appreciate the uh the advice and i'll let you know i wish uh my investments would do as well as the uh, multiplication of the suckers uh, <laughs> up there. <laughs> well, you know what? It start it it. I hate to say it. It's like hydrangeas. Fruit trees take patience. I will say we finally got a peach that really is starting to bear. Um, you really, um, it does take time. Um, unfortunately, this year they bared so heavy, Bob, that the peach is broken half. At my house, so you know it's kind of give and take. There is some pride to growing them there yourselves, and a nice to uh, uh, pull them off the tree and say, "Hey, they're from my house." So um, let's see what the uh, result is when you uh, prune those off. Let me know, Bob. Okay, will do. Thanks All right, so much, and really enjoy your show. Thank you, Bob, for the call. Thank you, okay. Bob. We do appreciate it. Um, I, I do want to expand on on that question, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. but we do need to take a quick break right here. Over the Garden Fences, back next on WKZO. Could your landscape use some more autumn color? Now is your chance to get the prettiest red-colored maples around while they're on sale this week at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Right now, save 25% on Waddell's top-quality bright red grade-A maple trees, including October Glory Maples, Brandywine, Armstrong, Matador, and Red point maple trees. Each of these varieties will turn a brilliant red every autumn and they're all 25% off this week. Another bright red beauty is the autumn blaze maple and you'll look forward to how it colors up beautifully each year. The extra large 13 to 18 foot autumn blaze maples are 40% off, saving you more than $100 per tree. And to assure the best start for your new trees, Waddell's recommends composted cow manure and sphagnum peat moss. If you're running out of time, they could even set up a convenient time to plant your tree for you. Hurry in. The maple color sale ends next Wednesday at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Sunshine makes a big return for our weekend. Saturday, high temperatures will top off in the upper 70s with calm winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. A mostly clear Saturday night with just a few patchy clouds north of Grand Rapids. Lows fall to near 55 by Sunday morning. Sunday will be a tad warmer with a high near 80. The sunny, dry, and warm pattern carries through Wednesday. Our next rain chance comes late week Thursday into Friday. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Sarah Flynn. Dense fog advisory for another few minutes, but I can tell you that I can finally see the leaves on the trees looking through another window <laughs> heading out. <laughs> so, so the fog is starting to lift. That's 56 right. in Kalamazoo at WKZO. I want to uh, expand on that uh, call question we mm -hmm. just had. Um, you mentioned, you asked if, if, if those sucker sprouts were up in the tree or down by the ground. Yeah. What if they were down by the ground now? Cut them, cut them completely off or 
if you can, dig them up and tear them off the tr tear them off the root. Because when you cut, they expand. Cut them again; they'll just the roots just keep growing. That's why that item called sucker stopper. You can cut them and then paint them on, Jim, and then they won't come back. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you guys know one of the favorite times of the year is spring flowering bulb planting season. There's a very short window, and a lot of times that uh, those bulbs just get eaten up very early in the season. So a lot of times it's really fun to come in and walk and look at some of the newer varieties of those uh, uh, bulbs that come all the way from Holland. There's just a partial list from Species Crocus, Arianthus, Snowdrop, Shyandoxia, Species Iris, and many varieties of tulips, daffodils, crocus, all kinds of April, May, June, even July flower. And so uh, um, sometimes it's just uh, so nice to get maybe a variety. We have um, a friend of mine used to call it sandwiching. Mm -hmm. And she would tell me, uh, her name was Arlie, used to work in our perennial department. And down in the bottom of a hole, we would plant the larger of the bulbs or what we call pride tulips okay. or or your larger daffodils. Those are six inches deep, Jim. Put a little fertilizer, bulb tone on them, bury them maybe two or three inches, and then put on a smaller bulb like grape hyacinths, okay? And those are two inches deep. So then put a little soil, a little fertilizer on them, and on top of them, plant all your pansies. So then you have almost your sandwich of three colors through the season. So a lot of times it's really fun to um, walk through and see some of those newer varieties. Most spring bulbs can expect uh, to start enjoying by late April. Hyacinth, Dutch iris, Darwin hybrid tulips. In May, we are treated to parrot lily and mayflowering tulips, and many late-flowering narcissus. Many are, some are small, delicate, others are tall and ungangly, but all are fabulous. But unfortunately, they've been lumped together by horticulturists and labeled minor or miscellaneous bulbs. But do you know some of these special bulbs are just a small category? The entire category represents just a small percentage of the 1.5 billion bulbs that are planted by Americans every year. They range from colorful accent bulbs suited to sparse rock gardens that excel in mass, creating and naturalizing gardens, woodland settings, all the way to tulips that, yes, the deer like, <laughs> but you can avoid them. We plant them out at Waddell's and have very good luck with them. There is, very, there is a lot of variety that maybe as the deer get more and more prevalent, stop into Waddell's because there's many varieties that you can be shown that they don't like that uh, will kind of those deer will avoid. Oh, okay. Last call for questions for Andy at 382-4280 or you can text it into 80373. We will put a wrap on Over the Garden Fence next on WKZO. 
Waddell's Garden Center is famous for its family fun events, and you're invited to their annual Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party next Friday and Saturday. It'll be a day full of fun for all ages, including a bounce house, an apple launcher, a create a pumpkin station, pumpkin games, an old-fashioned cider mill, and more. Get your orchard-fresh, locally grown apples at Waddell's with three different varieties to choose from. This will be the perfect time to decorate and create with Waddell's professional pumpkin designers. At the painting station, choose a Baby Yoda pumpkin, a Poor Paint pumpkin, or a Create Your Own pumpkin. And remember to bring an old shirt to wear for the painting station. Pumpkin creation prices depend on sizes chosen from $4 to $18, any of which will make beautiful autumn table decorations or a welcoming greeting for your front porch. All other activities are only $3. The Apple Fest and Pumpkin Party next Friday and Saturday, October 6th and 7th at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. And pumpkin season just around. Well, actually, we're here. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We, we have got some of the coolest. We have a grower that grows specifically for Waddell's. And uh, some of the newer varieties that he's come out with, there is a striped yellow and orange one that are striped around the pumpkin that is really cool. There's one called popcorn that looked uh, yellow that looked all bumpy all over it. And there's a brown one called grizzly bear. So kind of cool new varieties that uh, maybe is fun to uh, um, take a look at. So Kay, um, who does my cousin, who does our ordering for mm -hmm. our Holland bulbs. So uh, um, it's kind of exciting when you kind of hear the date when they're supposed to be showing up, then they actually come in from the ships. And so a lot of times newer varieties we're excited to see. So um, varieties in the Hyacinth family called Violet Pearl or Miss Saigon, both those newer varieties are in stock right now. In the Allium family, I will say that Allium, it's actually an onion. Really? <laughs> yep, and Allium is a uh, probably one of the hottest items in bulb form and plant form that we're using in a lot of the landscaping. So, Is this good to cook with now? No, it is not. Okay, but, all right. But well, it's then, in the well, family. Then, okay, well, then I'm ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful flower, um, tall. A lot of people are very familiar with Allium. And again, a white one called Mount Everest, a, a really pretty um, purple one called Ambassador. And then a frilly one called Purple Rain, which is kind of really neat. Um, if you're doing naturalizing, and again, remember, daffodils are narcissus. The deer do not like a variety called Ice King, which is a white, a beautiful salmon and white one called Accent. A yellow and an orange called Tahiti. So maybe come down with pictures of your garden walk and talk with one of our bulb experts from where you can fit those areas in to make a spring splash of color. Yeah, prepping for next year. That's right. That and uh, put it on your calendar for next weekend for the pumpkin and apple event. And uh, maybe that's when you come get your bulbs at the same time. And we will talk a lot about that next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. Andy Woodell, thank you, sir. Thank you. You betcha. And thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. It's brought to you by Woodell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road.